Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. It is time once again for another episode of Life Uncloseted where we unpack all those things, those fears, those excuses, all those reasons why we feel like we can't come out of the closets of our life and be the person we're in we are meant to be being unapologetically ourselves. And I just want to quick remind you that if that's something you're struggling with, go to rickclemens.com, check out the opt-in on the homepage, the life assessment thing, see what's holding you back and give it a shot so that you can start stepping forward and being who you want to be in your life. So with all that said, we're going to dive in today's show. And today's show is really about Well, it's about men over 40, but we're going to go even more specifically because surprise, surprise, I'm gay. Yes, I'm gay. I think most of you know that, but I'm also a guy over 40. I'm actually, wow, I'm 17 years past 40 as of this year. And one of the things that I know is I'm really happy to be married and have a guy in my life. I also know that being 40 plus and going through all these things that we do, whether it's relationships and money and careers and all this sort of stuff or coming out of the closet after you're 40, it's kind of crazy. And whether you are trying to uncloset yourself or find yourself in your life as a guy over 40, there's lots of different things that we come to. And I met this guy through some online connections. He's a guy who's also living his life after 40, but he has started something that It's pretty close to my own heart. It's called Gay Life After 40, and he's got some other stuff going on. And Will Smith is here to kind of share with us what he's discovered about being 40, being gay, what it looks like with life after 40 as a gay man, and some of the stuff that he's doing to help gay men kind of get it together and avoid some of the stuff that comes for being gay after 40. So, Will, welcome to the podcast, man. Oh, great, man. It's great to be here. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching you and listening to your uh, podcast for quite some time. So Awesome. And I love that we're doing very similar things. You know, some people would right. be like, that bitch is stealing my concept. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. This is where we come together. Not literally, but, you know, we come together and we make <laughs> things work, right? And I love yeah. it because, and, and before we got on here to record this, Will and I were talking about this, but men over 40 and especially gay men over 40 we're so hungry for connection and i think that's i know for me that was one of the reasons that i said i really want to do this and it sounds like well that's kind of what you realize too is i got to do this because the need is so high sure sure i i started my uh website called gaylifeafter40.com on 20 in 2013 that was uh, some time ago and, uh, and got a lot of subscribers and stuff. And then uh, two years later, I developed some Facebook groups. I got a Gay Life After 40, dot, uh, Gay Life After 40 group, Gay Life After uh, 40 for Dating and After 60. So and with including the fan page, we've got about, seven, about 65 to 70,000 people that are engaged some in, in some format online. Uh, and most of the Facebook groups are private, so people can actually 
discuss private things and, and so as the public doesn't see it. And uh, so there's a lot of questions that, that do happen. And uh, I created the .com as well as the, the Facebook groups because focusing on youth is great, but as a society, we need to focus on the entire lifespan of an individual. And um, our motto is keep on aging forward. And what is, does that mean? It's having that mental state and awareness and meeting the challenges, having that attitude during the various stages of life that, you know what, I'm going to embrace my age. I'm going to confront the problems that can occur, be yep. it good or bad, um, and be confident, as confident as I can be, yeah. and develop a support system where I am not uh, left abandoned. Um, you never give up. You never surrender. And I wrote an article a few years ago. It's called My Fear is My Only Courage. And that's from a Bob Marley song. And it means that courage is pushing yourself to do something that frightens you. But you know in your gut you must act. And that's why I created those sites and acted kind of – I was kind of fearful at first because, you know, hmm. here I'm going in here in the media – uh, social media, um, people are going to bash me, but I'm, I knew I must act. I must contribute to the gay community, but also I know there was a deep need for uh, men in general after 40. You don't even have to be gay because you can count when you're in your 40s, you can count on your hand how many friends you have, and right. aren't that many yeah. and that you can trust. And so the biggest fear, I asked uh, my group just recently, what is your biggest fear in aging? And guess what it was? Loneliness and dying alone. Mm -hmm. And, um, but and that irony, doesn't surprise me at all. No, no, it doesn't surprise me at all as well. And I, and I, I talk about support systems for sure. Uh, there's a lot of grief involved because you lose friends through death or fruit because a distance and what have you, you lose relationships, you have health issues and, uh, that can, uh, change people a lot and bring fear and the ageism in life and during your careers and things like that. So, um, so I created a site that would address those issues so we can move forward, age forward in life and have a game plan and, uh, you know, develop some uh, value systems that people maybe not have thought of before with when you're, when you're younger, you have value systems from your religious background, your family and stuff. And then you're kind of like caught in when you're in your mid uh, middle ages saying, you know, what is my value system? And you have to really create your own value system based mm -hmm. on your own experiences and based on some of the uh, fabrications of your family and things. But that's what you need to do in order to have a really healthy lifestyle. Um, so we, and, and in our group, we, we had some predicament suicides where people are in predicaments, not suicide, but we stop you from having suicide or you're in a predicament in, in a situation because of your age and stuff. And you feel like the world is closing on you. And this, this is a great groups, great groups that I have sites that, that really addresses those issues so people can, can age forward. So that's why it was all about. That's awesome. And I, you know, I found in all the work that I've been doing, so I started my coaching in 2009. So just a few years before wow. you launched all this. And the first thing I noticed, not surprisingly, it's like, I knew it, but I guess because of my own experience of coming out later in life, I didn't, I don't know that I actually carried the typical gay loneliness forward with me as much because 
I had a wife and I had kids. So there was never like, Oh, okay. I'm not, you know, there was a loneliness within because I wasn't able to be who I was. So I felt alone in that world. But what I've noticed in my work with men and especially with gay men, it's almost like we all took the loneliness pill and it just, it just sticks with us. <laughs> you know, it just thrives within us unless we step forward and say, I need and want to do something about this. And even though we are social beings and especially gay men, we go and socialize a lot. We do the bars, we go out and we do different things as groups and all this. There's so much isolation that still exists simply because I think for so many of us, we have been wounded by the past of you're not good enough. You're not great. You know, you're not worthy, all these things. And then here we get to the 40s, the 50s, the 60s. And I think it even gets worse as you get into the later years because maybe you've lost a partner. Maybe you've been in the long-term relationships and now that doesn't happen. That suddenly here we are. And as you've seen in your group and I've seen this loneliness factor just like grows and grows and grows and grows. Do you see that a lot with where you what you're doing. Yes. I, I think, you know, when you, when you're younger, you have that, especially before you came out and stuff, you have that hidden secret and you're really sharing You're you're really by yourself and keeping that secret from everyone else. Yeah. And, uh, you always, as a kid, you're always has that loneliness feeling that you could not share your really, your own personality, your own being as a human being. And uh, that carries with with everyone and to some some degree. Uh, I know we have members that have gotten uh, harassed and picked on, bullied in school, and that 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 affects your your whole life uh, in so many ways that that it's not it's not even imaginable in some respects. So so the loneliness becomes even worse uh, as possibly as you age because we have people that are you know loving life too i i'm not i don't want to think everybody's just lonely everybody there's a lot of uh people embracing life as well but um but there is there's some some issues there definitely and there's five profiles that um that i've seen in in uh, my groups as well and, and we i think all of us um, i'm sure you you yourself you can see yourself in some of these profiles uh, one was a, is a disillusioned insider, somebody that was younger, came out in life and really enjoyed life. And now that they're uh, 40 and beyond, uh, they're not really accepted too well in the gay community anymore. Mm -hmm. They're not getting invited to uh, parties and things. There's like a broken contract involved now because yep. they've reached an age where uh, people don't really want to befriend them anymore. Uh, I have, uh, for instance, I have, I have a friend that uh, at the time, he was in his uh, late 20s, and I, I, I was definitely over 40s. I was probably in my 50s, uh, early 50. And uh, he he was with me, and we are just chatting, having a good time at this party. And his friends were like, why with that old guy? <laughs> it's like, you know, instead of just accepting who I am, you know? Right. So it's so just that one dissolution insider. And uh, he comes to our website groups and, uh, and he feels like, hey, and I'm telling you, there's so many good looking people uh, in, in our sites. And I'm not, even, I'm not really 
I'm not into the good looking, bad looking, blah, blah, blah. But right. there's just a, a, a lot of people that want to be accepted in the gay community right now that are accepted in my group. And everybody's like in awe, like, wow, I can't believe this guy is single or what have you. Mm-hmm. And number two is the, the solution outsider person that comes out later in life that uh that he's not really accepted in the gay world because he doesn't know all the terminology he didn't come out gay in the beginning of his his youth he's not accepted in the straight world anymore so there's and he's too old to uh, be accepted in the traditional gay community and uh so that's another person that um, yep that we have and then the aimless drifter is somebody that's sitting in, in, on the fence that might be married in a straight marriage never been in or never been in a relationship or considers himself undervalued uh finds the journey difficult but afraid to come out and be himself but but at the same time he could be living in, in a small community and never really interacted with anybody uh, uh so our venue helps that person in terms of getting out and just asking questions and, and making comments and stuff and, you know, getting some likes once in a while, it, it, mm-hmm. it makes a big difference. And then uh, the fourth is uh, a person that, and I'm, I don't know if I'm sure you've had this and, and this could be gay or straight. Really. I've had, uh, I have a good friend of mine that was like this. You can't hold a conversation uh, with, without talking about sex constantly. Yep. It's like sex, 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 sex. And, so in our groups, we have some very uh, stringent rules about how, how, what we talk about and things like that. So it doesn't become one big group talking about sex or having sexual imagery. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a traditional how you meet somebody kind of person. So uh, it, it helps. The intent is, is for that is to kind of curve that and maybe shape somebody's attitude a little bit or their surroundings because sometimes they don't even know why did my post get deleted and they don't realize how how it was how not it just wasn't the appropriate language or pictures that we'd want Mm -hmm. in our groups i I hate i hate being the facebook like (laughs) that can't be posted that can't yeah i know i want to keep the integrity of a group too right and and it's interesting because the 40 I don't have a huge amount of like people in the 40 plus real man, real talk group, but it's interesting when people start to show up. I mean, I've had women try to get in there. Like, no, not where you're supposed to be. I, I'm sure you're thinking, Oh, I can find a man. And then it's funny. Cause then I get the younger gay guys wanting to join. I'm like, mm, if you want a daddy, there's other sites for that. Yeah, okay. We have that too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. But uh, it is interesting to see this and going back to, you know, your young friend who was getting, you know, that shade from his friends about that. I have so many young guys in my life, not like I'm a big hoe, but just like, <laughs> you know, I, you probably get this too. There's a lot of young guys that look up to older gay men like, okay, show me the way, you know, give me some insight because they're very lonely too. I mean, it's, it's so interesting to see this happen. And then you're like, God, I want to help stop the pattern. You know, I want them to have right. their own, confidence and see in themselves what they need to and it's almost like this interesting piece of bringing ourselves out of the closet regardless of his sexuality but then no matter what we do along the way in life to like attack the next thing that we're like holding ourselves in the closet whether it's okay i want to be in a relationship but i don't know if i know how so the confidence is lacking or i want to go for this job thing but i'm not sure i'm good enough 
it's like the thing that keeps most of us in this crazy closet stuff is our confidence. And when I run into young guys like one you described, they're like, so how do I do this gay thing? Or how do I, you know, how do I really fit in in gay life? And my first thing that I always say is be freaking confident in you. Just be confident in who you are. Don't second guess it because if you can be confident in who you are, you're going to find your place to fit in in the world. But it's when we question it, that's when we start feeling the pain because then we're like, okay, well, maybe if I try fitting in in this group or in this group over here and this group over here, and then suddenly here we get to 40, 50, 60, even up to 70s because I've worked with some guys in their 70s that are still struggling with this. That confidence piece is often what keeps them hurting, in pain, not feeling good about themselves. And then they have the crazy behaviors of, oh, you know, I hooked up and it just felt empty. Or, oh, I, I dated this guy, but it wasn't the right one. In fact, one of my friends made a statement on Facebook a few months ago. Another friend had asked the question, um, what would you like right now in your life? And the other guy's response was to change my status. And I know the backstory on that, but there's two pieces of status he wanted to change. He wants to be in a relationship and he wants to not be unemployed. But it's such an interesting thing when you have those moments like, well, if you want to change your status, what are you doing to do it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I find so many men in our world so we're going to go right into the gay world for sure. And it's there in the straight world too, because I got some straight friends that I'm like, really? Let me tell you how you change this. You quit being a pussy cha chaser and you start showing up to women in a real way and things will change, you know? But I see it so much in our community that to feel like we have to get the happiness, we have to meet everybody else's standards. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. not it at all. Uh, the irony of is is sometimes I, I see this a lot is they they look for that perfect partner mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's always somebody uh, not always but most of the time younger than they are and there's they have too many qualifiers yep. too many deal breakers they focus too much on the outside of how a person looks instead of the inside and uh, you know it, it that's that's why they're single and. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's not always, but that is a lot of times uh, the reason why is they're not able to share themselves with someone uh, and consider somebody that might not be appealing as, as good looking as someone else, but it, the person is definitely loyal and would do anything for that person mm -hmm. uh, and have an equal good good uh, relationship. But yeah. it's too many deal breakers. Um, well, and the deal breakers are so interesting to... <laughs> And I try not to be judgmental, but hey, I'm a human being, so I go there sometimes. But I'll listen to like friends of mine who are who are you know perpetually single. They when we do get together, they whine about being perpetually single, and they're very you know they're very careful what they say to me because the, they're like Coach Rick's going to say something to me, and I try not to be in that mindset around them. But every once in a while, when I'm just like done listening to it, I'm like, so what are you going to change in your pattern to make it different? What do you mean my pattern? I'm like, it's the same. You say the same thing every time we get together. You're not willing to make the change. And the, and I said this to another friend of mine just recently. I said, 
if your checklist wasn't so long and there were so many non-negotiables on it, you might have a partner. And he didn't like it, but I'm like, I'm done. I love you. And that's why I'm going to say what I need to say right now. But it's that interesting space of when there's so much there, you're focused on all of that. You can't see the beautiful person that might be standing right there in front of you. Right. I've seen, you know, I was involved in a lot of different uh, social things years ago. Um, But I've seen opposites of people that, I mean, this, these two guys get married and, and you would never have thought those two, but they, you could see the love in their eyes and, and it's just, you got to open yourself up to other people and uh, not prejudge others. And unfortunately in our community, there's a lot of prejudging that still goes on even at after 40, you know, you would think we'd get beyond that a little bit. Uh, But I, you know, you, I just see myself like what we're doing here and, and meeting if I was going on a date, even if it was a bad one, I, it's an experience, you know, to me, I, I, I find things just as good experiences or bad experience, but you do learn something about yourself and others. And, uh, that's one thing I liked about when I was younger, I, I would go out a lot and meet people and hear their stories and learn. You know, learn from your older folks. Unfortunately, a lot of our the older generation died of, of AIDS, and we yep. don't have that. We didn't have the luxury of meeting a lot of older people. Uh, but the ones I do or have uh, uh, communicated with, uh, I learned a lot. Yeah. And uh, so I was very thankful, you know, spending and some I, time. And I love the, the piece you brought up about the experience. It's like, if you just embrace the experience – and not the outcome, what might happen? If you just went on the date, if you just gave somebody that opportunity, you know, what might happen? And, I, and I'm eating my own words it's because there's times that I don't do this in my life in many different ways, but I know, so a year ago, August, I believe, I was trying to figure this out the other day. It was either July, yeah, it was early August, I believe, because um, it was right before my birthday, I had a stroke. Oh, wow. And I was thinking about it as the anniversary came up here just a few weeks ago. And I thought I could have gone into this space where, oh my God, life is over and da, 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 da. But I chose to like, okay, let's just keep going because I watched my father go through this and there were moments in his life that he didn't embrace the experience. I choose to embrace the experience, knock on wood that I'm going to do this every time. Cause I'll probably get off this interview and then something will happen. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck this, you know, but it's so interesting when we embrace the experiences we're given, how much quicker we move through these things and how much mm-hmm. more open we are to learning things. And so many times I have watched my clients or my friends not embrace the experiences and then they just keep pounding their head against the wall. But then I've watched others. I'm like, okay, this is what happened. Now let's get, let's just work through it and keep going. And I feel like sometimes, and I know because I have two young millennials in my life, it's almost like gay men are the perpetual millennials. They want this, they want the instant gratification right now. They want everything to happen in this moment. 
And if we un, like unleash that thought and let go of that energy and just be present with it, it becomes a whole different ballgame. In fact, yesterday I was working with a client in um, one of my other businesses because I coach um, speakers on getting their speaking businesses off the ground. And the guy that I was working with, um, we were talking about the present, the future, and the past. And it was such a valuable lesson that he was bringing to the world about embracing this present and really truly being able to let go of the past so you can step into the future. And I feel like a lot of times men don't release themselves from their past. They're too busy being in their present that they think is what they're supposed to be doing, that they're not even enjoying this present. And so then when they kind of get to their future, they're like, okay, well that didn't work. So now what do I do? And so back, they go through this whole interesting cycle of, well, I'll try this. I'll try this. I'll try this instead of what if you just like, we're right here, right here in this moment and just mm -hmm. embrace it. Right. Right. No, I agree. I so, think there's something too interesting that you brought up, Will, that I feel like is like this gay elephant in the room that so many people, gay men for sure, they say they want, they want love, they want a relationship, they want intimacy, but then they don't fully show up to it. But then they try all these things and then they start to get taken advantage of in different ways, whether it's a young guy who shows up in their world and they're like, Oh wow, he's really hot and all this sort of stuff. And of course, you know, instantly everybody around him is like, Oh, okay. Now we got the daddy son thing going on or whatever. Sometimes it's, it's actually something that really works or they get in this space where they're trying everything they can to get a day and then they end up getting hurt. And I see this happening so often with gay men where they try, 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 and yet the pain still persists. But sometimes the pain comes from stuff that's even kind of ugly, seedy side of dating. And I know you just wrote an article about this, and I wanted to kind of get that worked in here because right. I think it's a piece of all of us as we age. <laughs> we have to pay more attention to what people are coming at us with and really kind of turn on our bullshit detector, so to speak. Right. I, I wrote an article a while back called Don't Get Hooked on Online Dating. And there's a hook um, that these uh, predators, um, they want to hook that 40 plus uh, individual. And uh, it can be gay and straight. You have females that do the same thing and it's, it's just a process. But what also is, a, you know, if you, if you have a friend that is talking about uh, oh, I got, I'm going to meet this guy. Uh, we're in love. You know, I'm going to get married, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he's from Ghana or it doesn't matter what country, but uh, you're, as a friend, you need to say, Hey, wait a minute, let's pause here. And let's look at, at what's going on here. So many people will say, I told my friends this and no one stopped me from doing this, sending money out where it could be thousands of dollars involved uh, because their friends are just not listening. Like you said before, people just don't listen. They're, they're on their own little programs. And uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about, you know, online dating and um, some of the 
the most internet scammers will be operating in countries like Australia, Russia, the Ukraine, Malaysia, the Philippines, Nigeria, Ghana, South Africa, and alike. And the reason why, you know, and some uh, a friend of mine, he's Filipino. It's like he got a little mad because he's from the Philippines. But for for the most part, a lot of these scammers are 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 doing those kind of things in those countries. And what they're doing now is changing the country at the last minute. They'll be mm. saying they're part of the, they're in uh, California and all right. of a sudden they end up in another country. Yep. So they focus on the 40 uh, plus male. They yep. figure they're lonely and yep. lack confidence in themselves mm-hmm. and uh, are finding someone. Now this person that the 40 year old, he might lack confidence because maybe he broke up in a long-term relationship. He's got some health scares. He's, it had a lot of things going on. Right. So a lot of times guys will blame other guys and say, how stupid are you, man? How can this happen? But, you know, the guy might not be in the right frame of mind. He's exactly. not in the right frame of mind. He has self-esteem issues. And then he's like, hey, maybe it'll work. Maybe this will work. Maybe this guy is uh, or girl is uh, – she might be 20-year difference, but, you know, she's interested in me. So – um, they'll say they're living in the U.S. originally on their profile, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden they'll have to go back to their country due to a problem like a job transfer. Their parents are sick. Uh, they have a daughter that's sick. Uh, he'll say he'll tie in the profile. If you when, now that you get you know you see him a lot, I see him a lot. They'll say uh, trustworthy, um, trustworthy. If you see that word a lot, there's a problem. He wants to know about your life right away. Um, doesn't really care about anything else. Wants to know about your life. Are you single? Do you live alone? What's your job? Because if you have a good paying job, right, you can uh, you can pay for uh, a lot of things. So he wants to know what your job is. Um, he's he's looking. Um, he wants to really know about your life. Um, he wants to leave this secure, your the secure dating site or app. And the reason why he wants to do that is so you can't report him. Right. And uh, he'll want your phone number. He'll text you and stuff. He'll want your email address. And he'll want pictures of you. Yep. Um, you ask for pictures of him. A lot of times, or her, uh, a lot of times they'll be almost staged pictures. They, yep. they, don't, they don't look really real. Um, and uh, the ration the relationship will build really, really, really fast. He'll start calling you honey, love and all that stuff right away. Uh, And his boyfriend and just stays. And and once in a while you get an email from him or her saying that it's almost like in a form letter, the, the, uh, the punctuation's off, the lettering's off. He might even say if he's a gay guy that he's interested in in you as a girlfriend, because he messed up. Then you'll say, Oh my God, I don't know what happened and he'll say it's confusion and uh, something crazy. So, um, so I'll, I'll give you some examples, just one or two. Um, you'll say, I would like to find a man who wants happiness and can appreciate a good, honest person, a man with strong family values. I hope someday I'll find my soulmate. Soulmate's a, a big deal. Uh, I, I'm open to honest people. I need a real friend who can trust, who can trust each other. And so you see those words a lot. 
there will be very limited amount of pictures, like I said, and there's always an excuse why you can't see them on webcam. And nowadays, there's no reason why you can't meet somebody on a webcam at all with all the programs that they have. Um, but uh, so he's going to get to know you for a while, and then he's going to come up with different tragedies that occur. Uh, maybe he doesn't have the money for a webcam, so he's going to ask you to send some money. Maybe mm -hmm. he has a tragedy, he got in a car accident, you have to pay for uh, a medical bill or what have you. Or if you want him, you know, this is the big one, he wants you to send money so he can come and see you. And that, that's where the thousands of dollars can come up yep. right away. So uh, I, the loyal, caring, loving, blah, blah, blah is is scamming you. Um, and that's where you really have to do your homework and research that person. Uh, they don't usually like to go on Facebook as well for some reason. Uh, and uh, they don't want to meet face-to-face -face on webcams. But uh, – yep. The hook is getting you the money, getting the money from you. He'll ask sometimes for your bank account. Right off the bat, he says he can do it since he knows you're older and might not be able to go to the bank as much. He can, if you give him the account number and uh, the routing number, he'll do it for you. Uh, uh, gift cards is another way of, of scamming you. Um, but so, anyways, you you wire the money. And unfortunately, a lot of these places, MoneyGram and stuff, will not um, stop you from doing it. Uh, uh, and uh, he'll keep on asking until you can't afford to give him any more. Uh, and then if you say, well, I talked to my friends about it, and he'll say they're just jealous of you because I'm young and, and good looking and stuff like that. So the biggest thing you could do is tell him that you lost your job or you just just distance him from him, delete his profile, report him first, delete his profile or delete yours so you, you don't have that situation. But it's not your fault as an individual because uh, that's what they're focusing on in anybody that's 40 years older. And so it's it's not really you. So don't blame yourself if you do get scammed or, or people keep on trying to scam you. Uh, it's It's just the way that it is and they're just looking for the numbers. If they can get, it's a numbers game. If they get one person out of 100, 200 people to give them money, that's that's a great thing. And one of the newest scamming is, it's kind of old now, but is um, they'll say that they're stationed in Afghanistan. And this happens a lot on Grindr. Yep, yep. Um, well, <laughs> they're in Afghanistan, they're coming home, and then they'll come up with some things Sob later story, yeah. yeah hi handsome right away when you first see their profile they'll say hi handsome um but in in reality the army doesn't publicize any de details of their deployment at all on the internet um they're not going to do that single dads sad dads who have children um will not require uh, a nanny or babysitter they already have plans uh, arranged from their superiors another uh thing that um they try to do and i see this a lot on on uh grinder as well is um uh they'll uh invite you to sex parties mm -hmm. i've seen that actually in another in a uh, website too and that but in order to you to qualify you have to pay a certain amount of money to get into it and they give you party favors and blah 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 uh 
it must be working because people I see that quite often uh, on scam alerts. And then uh, if they say they're, um, but there, there's a lot of that going on in Ohio, Kentucky, Michigan, Indiana, where somebody's trying to connect to. Uh, uh, this happens quite a bit, and I can't believe people our age will do that. We'll send a dick pic dick picture uh, and then all of a sudden they're going to threaten to call the police i'm 16 years old and mm -hmm. things like that and then you're being extorted f uh, for money so these states that ohio and kentucky and them uh, are well aware of that kind of stuff going on as well so that's that's the gist of the don't get hooked on yep. on those online dating apps and and um it's, it's, just, it's so scary because, I mean, we hear these news stories all the time, not exactly those that you described, but, you know, people getting scammed out of money and the IRS calling or this. Calling. And I don't want to say, <laughs> really, how do you let this happen? But so it's kind of interesting that you brought all this up because I actually played this out once just to see where it went. And I was chatting with this guy and, oh, you're so handsome and everything. And, you know, oh, I'm a pilot. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and, and I'd already kind of become, you know, tuned into this stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm just going to see where this goes. And it was on Grindr. And um, next thing I hear, he's like, oh, I've got to fly to Australia today. I'm like, okay, you're a pilot. I can see that. And then, but I'm going to be back in California on this day. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm playing this up. Like I'm total single guy, all this stuff, just because I, I want to do this kind of research to kind of stay abreast of where, you know, what yeah. my, my clients be coming up against and all this sort of stuff. Within a matter of days, he was in Australia, but then like four hours later, he was in South America. I'm like, no, I thought you said, you're, oh, well. And then I said, you know, you haven't really sent me any pictures of you. I mean, I got some beautiful naked pictures, but I haven't really seen. And it was so interesting because then the next picture that I get is a picture of him in like a captain's uniform. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's definitely hot. And I kept looking at the picture going, I have seen this face before. I know I've seen this face before. So I took the picture and I did a Google photo search. Of course, I'd seen this picture before because this guy's a male model and he's like in all these different places and catalogs and everything. And so I thought, okay, how do I want to play this out? Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, I didn't realize you were a, a pilot and a model too. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, and so then <laughs> what I did is I just started sending him all these photos online and he goes, the, that's not me. I'm like, well, that's the photo you sent me. No, it's not. And I'm like, yes, it is. And he's like, well, you know, if you don't send me some money, I'm going to, okay. you know, you know, blah, 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 blah. Take your, tell everybody about your book and what a liar you are. And that you're, I said, you know what? I really don't care because I'm on this app right now doing this because I'm trying to figure out people like you. So if you think you can bash me, <laughs> I have all of this saved right here. And I, I was being very careful all the way through to keep capturing the screen captures so that I had it as photos. And of course, what do you think happened next? Blocked gone you know so i thought cool that was fun i got some good intel right three days later i get an email because I, i'm out there i'm public okay so it's not like i can't really hide who i am right and i get this email through my website if you don't pay me money i'm going to tell everybody that you were 
flirting with me and that you were trying to get me to come and live with you and all this sort of stuff. And I said, well, that's really interesting. I said, I happen to have direct connections to people in the U.S. who monitor these kind of threats because of the kind of work that I do. So I just want you to know I'm forwarding this email over to my friend that works in, in the government offices that handle this. That's the last I ever heard. But I'm so glad we had this conversation because I feel like our community, again, gay men, this comes back to we so want to be connected. We so want to feel loved. We so right. want to feel appreciated. We so want to experience this thing that we feel is completely missing for us. Don't become that desperate. If it smells bad, it is bad. <laughs> if it's too good to be true, it's probably true. If he's a hot little 20-something-year-old guy, okay, there's a once in, I don't know, I'm not even going to try to come up with a statistic that maybe he really is into you. But be very, very careful. Be very careful. And I can't tell you how many guys that I have talked to in our community who have given these guys, in person, have given these guys keys to their houses, have given these guys access to their bank accounts. And I'm just like, where is your head? Where is your head? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely something that um, I post that article about every four months or so because um, somebody's complaining that. Yeah. yeah. It's a reminder and our groups uh, for dating is as well as in all our Facebook groups, we do monitor it. We have moderators that kind of skim through mm -hmm. our, our, our members and we don't pick uh, people that are in their twenties and stuff, obviously. Uh, Cause, and we really look for anything that's kind of odd. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's Cause in Facebook, you're supposed to have a, um, uh, their, their link to their page and then all of a sudden their link becomes like you can't right. hit it. Yep. There's a problem there. You yep. know, there's, it's coming from somewhere else. So then it, we just delete that and block yep. that profile. Yeah. Been there, done that. So, well, I love this conversation before we wrap it up here. I'm just curious for you, Will, what is one of the things that you feel like you have gained most for yourself by running these groups? that's made you a better guy. I'm a better listener mm. than I was in the past. Um, and I really try not to judge others uh, because everybody has different situations and different experiences. And for me to I really have to understand them before I can really t uh, help them right. uh, understand their background a little bit. Uh, and not just to make a, cause we all, we're all just different. And yeah. so, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing. And with that many guys in a group, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you just got to really think before you say something right? because they might misinterpret it as well. So again, Will Smith, he's got several different places, gay life after 40, gay life after 60, Gay Life After 40 for Dating, all those things will be connected to the webpage here. And so glad we got connected, man. I love yeah. the work you're doing. I know we can continue to 
go and help guys over 40 do the stuff they most want to be doing in life and helping them out. So thanks for being here, man, and, and having oh, this conversation you. today. Appreciate it. It's an honor. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end, and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves, and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about. And you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, we'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted. And never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping into living your life uncloseted. <laughs>